Hey guys, welcome back to Swallow Your Whistle. We're up to, what, episode 5 now, I think? Wow, we actually did it. Made it to episode 5. Took a week off for Thanksgiving. And then a week off before then. And a week off before then for uh, the most important member of the podcast on Injury Reserve. Mm. Uh, Still the number one most cursed sports podcast in all of the media. If you remember, it was either last episode or the episode before that. Michael was talking about how he was unironically becoming a fan of the Raiders and really enjoying watching them play. And in the meantime, they've now lost to the Jets and gotten their shit absolutely pushed in by the Chiefs. Yeah, we're, uh, what? This podcast is is slowly becoming my gambling and just cursed. We are cursed as fuck, apparently. Apparently. Oh, well, I guess that means we have to start saying nice things about the Cowboys. Um, Amari Cooper's pretty good. He is very good. (laughs) Dak hasn't been awful this year. I was going to say, it's funny though, because for as much as we crap on the Cowboys, the big thing that happened with them uh, recently is they got smacked by the Bills on uh, Thanksgiving. You know, absolutely. That was possibly the greatest way to open the holiday season. And and I think it's like the highest rated regular season football game in terms of viewership in a long time. Oh yeah, for sure. Like regular season. I think it might even be a regular season record. So old Jerry boy was very salty (sighs) that record numbers of people were turning in to watch the Cowboys get smacked around like children. Yes, and if we can please talk about the Chargers finding new ways to lose. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I you knew they were gonna lose. Yeah, no, I think I think everybody knew they were gonna but lose. But they get a field goal with 19 seconds left, and the game's gonna go to overtime most likely. And Casey Hayward with a blatant ass pass interference, and McManus hits a 53 yard field goal to win. Yeah, my main salt about that game is they didn't let McManus go for an NFL record before halftime. It's like, the Hail Mary pass didn't work, so you might as well give him a shot at the record. But no. My main gripe was the fact I had a parlay with the Packers and the Chargers. Uh, Your problem was betting on the Chargers. (laughs) Yeah, well... Because you never know whether they're going to show up with the team that made the Packers look horrific. Or or every other Charger team team that finds brand new and inventive ways to lose every single game now they they're really remarkable to be honest they're or just, the one drive away from victory chargers with the which is philip rivers hey we're down we're down four points with 50 seconds left with zero timeouts go win us the game every time do you think that he has like uh, like a groundhog day type delusion from that probably <laughs> it's just like every time he gets out on the field hey phil so the game situation uh, I'm sure you can see it. We have less than a minute, no timeouts. Just like last game, huh? And the and before. the game before that. Mm-hmm. The game before that. The game before that. <laughs> can I can I say Kirk Cousins is still winless on uh, Monday Night Football? Still winless on Monday Night Football. Still hasn't really beaten any teams over 500. I'm, to be fair, though, that one wasn't his fault. Listen, I agree with you, but we all know there's a reason why Kirk Cousins wears number eight. Because he's 8-8, eight and eight and he's a perfectly average quarterback. I would say he's an average quarterback, but the problem is Minnesota does nothing to help him. I love um, riding the Kirk Cousins sucks train, but Kirk, their defense was so Minnesota porous. Minnesota has one of the best rosters in the league. Yeah, did they show it? <laughs> I mean, no. Seattle also. Stephon Diggs dropped a couple of passes that were important. Their defense was awful, despite the fact that it was the best defense. You also have to realize that it is still the Vikings, and they will shrink it when it counts the most. That's true. So My point is, it's not exactly Kirk's fault. But fuck Kirk, it's a, it's so we can laugh at him. Yeah, I guess. I don't hate him that I don't, much. I don't hate him, it's just a meme. He has and... the same, I have the same opinion of Kirk Cousins that I have of Alex Smith. It's like, you're good. The difference is they, like, you're serviceable. No one gave Alex Smith like 88 million fully guaranteed. Is it the success that bothers you? What? Is that why you hate Kirk? Is because he... First off, I think that if your problem with him is, is that he was making that much money, Kirk Cousins should be your favorite non-Packers quarterback because he's effectively defrauding one of your biggest rivals. Well, well and my most hated team. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I don't... See, I don't hate... Kirk Cousins, I like to meme on him. I fucking hate the Vikings. That's fair. And making That's fun fair. of Kirk Cousins is making fun of the Vikings. So therefore, 
Mm. Okay. Fuck the, fuck the Vikings. I'll buy that. I'll buy yeah. that. So, yeah. Speaking of the Packers, they uh, did what they were supposed to do against the Giants. Thank God. Snow game. That was snow game. That was fun. Although the uh, inserted like yardage lines that, that Fox did that looked so weird. It was stupid. I, I like I've seen. I, I didn't watch the game, um, but like seeing all the replays, I was like, I couldn't figure out if they were like sending people out with snow yeah. shovels like every. Well, that's, that's what I figured out first, and then I saw like Devontae Adams like go through one of the marker like the yard lines. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's just weird. I don't like that. Yeah, well, you know, it it happens. Yeah. I, I get, you know, when you're in New York, I for, you know, I was not going to lie. I, I actually at first didn't know where the game was. Mm-hmm. So it said Lambeau in New York. Yeah, I mean, the snow isn't really like, you can't see the logos on the right. field. It's snowing. It snows in both places, I guess. Yeah. But you Lambeau, know. I would say more so. <laughs> well, yeah. But, hey, Packers got a dub. Eli's starting this week. It's a beautiful thing. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Are the Giants mathematically eliminated from the playoffs? I mean, well, actually, no. They're in the NFC East, so they could probably mathematically they could probably run the table and still be in the in in contention. Eli's running the table, confirmed. Uh, he better run the table because I have money on them. <laughs> Degenerate. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Other big football news: uh, the Pats lost. Oh, That's bless. exciting. Ron Rivera's fired. Ron Rivera did get fired. Um, Deshaun Watson looked good in the Pats win. That's really all I have to say about it. Um, of course, the Texans offense plays well. Good. Shocking. Watson has good connections with all of his guys. The option play was pretty sick, where they motioned out to DeAndre Hopkins and he lateraled to uh, back to Deshaun Watson for the touchdown. Pretty sick. Uh, Deshaun Watson... Uh, love the man, love the man. Legend. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, who was it? San Francisco and Baltimore played. San Francisco and Baltimore had a really good Baltimore, game. Baltimore, thank you. God bless. Baltimore wins. Lamar Jackson continues to ball out. And that just reminds me, I forgot to set my fantasy lineups for this week. L. But let us, uh... I'll probably still win. Let us talk about it. the absolute dumbass that is, is the San Francisco uh, radio announcer. Oh man, boy, yeah. I don't this, know what his name is because I, I only heard about this after the fact. Yeah. So this man, he—if you guys haven't heard—he was talking about how it's harder to see the football on like play action plays with the Ravens because of because of Lamar Jackson and and he said the dark uniforms and Lamar's dark skin. Yeah. The now, ball blends in. Listen, with I his get dark where he's coming from, but good and God, dark skin. Good God, why would you say that, dude? That yeah, like I, there's all kinds of. Uh, I get it. Yeah, just don't bring race into it. Just leave it at the uniforms part. Listen, it's the same reason that you always see lacrosse players with white mesh and white heads. Yeah. It's because the ball's white, yeah. so it makes it harder to see when it initially exits right. the stick or the pocket, whatever you want to call it. Um, but don't don't say that. Don't say that. Please don't say that. There's. I wonder if like he could just taste his foot going like further and further into his mouth the I, more he talks. I would hope so. She's but like, why is it so sweaty? Is that it? <laughs> is that gout? <laughs> now we can. Uh, th- you know, not that many exciting games in the NFL, but we can move on to uh, conference championship week. Oh, conference championship week! Now, yeah. If if there's anyone listening, uh, if anyone Me, later, probably. well, okay, yes, but you, I don't want your gambling advice. <laughs> uh, anyone listening, uh, go follow our Twitter Twitter account if you haven't already. Um, what's the ad again? Uh, it is. I think it's it's uh, sy. That's why whistle pod uh, for all for all of you go follow it and uh, send me your uh, send me your locks for uh, the uh, conference championship week because I can really use uh, those Utah. Uh, well, yeah, I I would assume so, but uh, the games that I really actually care about are Utah, Oregon, yeah. Baylor, Oklahoma. Utah is gonna win it all if they're let in. Georgia, LSU. <laughs> Uh, and Ohio State, Wisconsin. So if y'all have any parlays or locks that you want to send send my way, please send them my way. Uh, I could really use that. I'm predicting LSU Utah for the. Uh, I know this is conference uh, championship for the weekend, national championship. But for the national championship, I'm predicting LSU. You really Utah. think they're gonna let Utah in? 
No, but that's why I'm predicting it. I mean, if if Utah, no, they're if, not gonna let Utah. If Utah in. everybody's been shit. joking about like anybody but Utah, yeah. they just don't want anybody outside of the southeast. I mean, if you're west of the Mississippi, they don't want you. <laughs> yeah, basically. But I mean, if Utah kicks the shit out of Oregon and then uh, Georgia gets killed by uh, LSU, they have a chance. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I couldn't. I can realistically see both of those things happening. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, hope, I hope... But you... I think that the committee would be more likely to send Alabama in, to be honest. I mean, yeah, but also, I mean, Al- the committee's gonna look at it like, wait, this Utah team lost to Clay Helton? The fuck? Okay, yeah, their one loss on the season is to USC. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah, speaking of which... Uh, speaking of Clay speaking Helton... Speaking of which... Fire everyone. I know we just got a new athletic director, but fire everyone. The uh, I get so much more of Michael's misery for the next year, <laughs> at least. Assuming Clay's not fired in the middle of the season. I mean, I am it, so it, excited. It is perfectly for that. clear to me that USC does not give a flying shit about the football program. It's clear they just don't care. And no, no, they absolutely. They don't. They don't give a shit about it, because this is a man who last year lost to UCLA. Shame. Is, he's the, he's one, their teams are the well. USC's been undisciplined for God knows how long, but they're undisciplined. I mean, they have god awful special teams. Well, looks like the Packers. They're they're undisciplined. Yeah. I mean, they're just they're not a well coached team, and well, Lynn Swan kept him, and then he got, and he got fired and then mike bone now came in and decided to bone the entire usc fan base uh so uh yeah that's salty michael yeah welcome welcome salty to, michael usc is gonna very... be trash mm-hmm. i don't care uh because all of my college teams are trash too um <laughs> it's okay i can i can rewatch the uh, rose bowl from two years ago you can re- yeah the last time usc was good but well they were good for a year and then shit the bed and then yeah yeah god that was a fun year i think this is all because you let uh go of uh star safety bubba bolden can i just say that you let him transfer to miami and now the I'm team's pretty sure i'm pretty I'm sure i'm pretty sure that's what it is it, well usc didn't lose the fiu so Ooh. <laughs> poking holes in my analysis here (laughs) i mean it's justified i mean you know yeah no i i mean if they would just start god king tathan man if only miami would be unstoppable hey speaking of god kings um zion Zion. still not back uh for the uh fifth podcast in a row obviously it's time for zay watch which um there's still nothing to report. Uh, there, uh, his his uh, return is kind of bagged out a little bit. Uh, according to the Pelicans organization, they're kind of interested in just holding him back and holding him back because I don't even... I mean, obviously when he returns, he'll save their season and they won't lose a single game after right, that. Right, right. Um, but I think they're going to probably push back on it a little longer just to make sure he's at 100%... Uh, health which with a player of his physique i 100 percent agree with that is absolutely the way to go he has a lot of weight to carry he has a lot of weight to carry and he has a whole team to carry to i'll be conservative and say uh 10 uh larry o'brien trophies 10 larry o'brien's uh 10 six man of the year 10 most improved player of the year 10 league mvp uh, and four, ten finals MVP. and then four rookie of the years. Yeah, and then four rookie of the years. Yeah, yeah. No, I. You know, we joke, but I. I am. I do want to see Zion play. I. I want to see him play too. I'm curious how his game adapts. I just don't. Realistically, I don't think it'll adapt that well. But I can't really say that too much because it jeopardizes the bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's the greatest player of all time. I don't he is the greatest player about. of all time. Uh, speaking of greatest players of all time did you catch what lebron did uh uh, uh hashtag not my goat <laughs> where he yeah he, he took straight 12, double dribbled it he took 12 steps yeah took 12 steps picked the ball up set it back down mm-hmm. looked at the ref and the ref didn't say anything 
Or did well? Yeah. Didn't blow didn't, blow the call or anything. Mm-hmm. Then he yeah, just passed it off. This is uh, one of the reasons why the NBA drives me insane. I mean, it sucks. Um, he did express some remorse for that after the game. I don't know if you caught that. He was like, I really... It was like, yeah, it was kind of just like a mental lapse on my part, but I really feel bad for the refs because they probably got, like, fined or, like... No, they didn't. Stern. They probably got some, no. like, dressing down from... No, they the didn't. If it, was like, if it was, like, Justice Winslow that did it, they'd get, like, suspended. But it's LeBron, so they're just going to get, like, hey, good job not calling a, calling a travel on him. Oh, dude, speaking of superstar calls, uh, oh, James Harden. James I, Harden with the around-the-rim dunk. I, I, uh, I don't think I have... Leading to the Rockets protesting the decision of that game. The Rockets Against have, the are, Spurs. The Rockets are slowly I'm getting sure, to, like, cowboy level of hatred for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure those two points would have made all of the difference in the game, hey, which is why the hey Rockets Houston. are demanding that they replay the last, what, hey seven and a half minutes? Houston, you were up 15 with seven and a half to go. Suck my fucking cock. Yeah, well, you know, DeMar took a charge to end that game. Don't erase that as a finish. <laughs> Thank you, DeMar. Yeah, I mean, I just don't watch the Rockets because I just because find I ch- it... In- I choose not to. I just don't find it that interesting because it's like, yeah, James Harden scores a shit ton from the free throw line. Um, watching people beg and seek and do anything they can to get the lightest bit of contact on yeah. a shot just it's not a fun way for no. me to watch basketball which i would much rather watch miami basically any team but the rockets yeah, any team but the rockets yeah they yeah i'd rather watch this year's golden state team than the rockets Ooh, i don't know about that i i yeah no i'd much rather Although I mean, they went from they went from one of the whiniest players in the league in Chris Paul to now one of the most exciting, but also aggravating to watch. James Harden or no, Russell? Russell. Oh, I the, at least Westbrook. Well, at I least mean, they're both fun. they're both dynamic, but what? Westbrook have has seen, like have you seen Harden's body? He's not very dynamic. And, yeah, like Harden can score in impressive ways. I just wish he would do that more than. Fade away three and then kick the defender in the leg to draw contact. Yeah, James Harden kicks the guy to draw contact. Hell is one on one with James Harden where he calls his own fouls. Um, that is a hell I never want to be in. Yeah, and uh, so back to LeBron really quick. Our curse is very much still intact because if you recall from the first episode, uh, we both shot all over the Lakers, my actual favorite <laughs> basketball team, sort See? of. Yeah, I have see, a love-hate relationship with the Lakers, but since that shitting on dubs, see Tuesday straight dubs. When I was at the gym Tuesday, I sent you a, like a a picture of like the TV that had Portland and the Clippers, and I thought it was the Lakers, and you were like, "Please, Portland." Yeah, well, because that's the thing. I, I the Lakers are my favorite team, but it's still <laughs> fun so. to watch them suffer. Then they're not really your favorite team. I, I I would say Portland's probably your favorite team. Portland is probably my favorite team. It's yeah. just that LA was more so my childhood team because my dad was an LA fan. Oof. Blow all you want. He was, you know, living in LA when Oh god, they that's were worse. Good. He was living in LA working <clears throat> for well, one of the best rock bands of all time. Okay, so well, he, I don't, well, he was also in LA like years ago and not now, so it's probably yeah. a lot better. I don't know that it was better. It's just different. <laughs> I mean, it was probably, probably a lot still less re- probably a lot less retards. But it was still really dirty. Well, I, mean, I specifically yeah. remember him telling me a story about playing a pickup game of basketball and him collapsing on the court because of the fucking amount of smog in L.A. at the time <laughs> was just choking him because he had breathed clean mountain air for a lot of his life or clean coastal air. But yikes! Yeah, no, yikes! L.A. has always been gross. <laughs> it will always. It's be just gross. gross in a different way now. Anyway, yeah, no. Uh, if I had to pick a team to root for, it would be the Blazers. Yeah. But it's also, it's like I'm a uh, Lakers fan and I'm a Yankees fan. 
And it's largely because I derive an incredible amount of pleasure from being contrarian and making people angry, which is one of the reasons I cheer for Kyle Busch sometimes. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um, there was, so again, I was watching one of like the, another one of those like top sports moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and they showed Logano and Shurex's finish at Martinsville. <laughs> I mean, Great finish. Great finish. And Great finish. So, someone How much could... respect can we get for the winner of the damn war? Hell yeah, Joey. Someone said respect for giving NASCAR some love. And a guy who I see often in comment sections who I just... His his uh, name is RC Racer 88 Oh man, you're putting him on blast. He uh, he said, as a NASCAR fan myself, I couldn't agree, I couldn't agree with you... Compl- I agree with you completely. And it was even better that the NASCAR clip didn't involve that no-class, no-talent prick, Kryle Bush. Ooh. No-class, I can kind of see. But uh, it takes talent to be the champion, so... Hmm. No-class, no-talent prick, Kryle Bush. Kryle is just... It's just... I mean, we make bad jokes, like kindergarten-level insults, but 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 somehow that one is worse than, like... Chase Smelly it. Yeah. That's so Listen, much we, worse. We say it like ironically and sarcastically. Okay. We, yeah. We don't actually refer to them as Martin Puex or Chase Smelly it. <laughs> we will call them that, but as a joke. That's fair. Because actually... the people that say Kryle Bush are unironically triggered by the fact that some dude is actually pulling down these wins. Yeah, I, I you know, for as much as I love and hate and love and hate NASCAR. They have some of the worst fans I've ever seen. Mm. Some of them really fun, and I'd really like to I would pl- say a lot of them are really fun. I would say yeah. it's just a couple it's who just, are like, meh. It, I would rather watch an old Dale race yeah. than anything It's honestly new. the Jeff Gordon, Dale... Well, I mean, some Dale Jr. fans, and then like Chase Elliott fans. Which is weird, because I feel like, for as much as we rant about like NASCAR old heads, mm. I don't see that many people like all over jimmy johnson even though he's like i guess the most storied and legacy racer that's yeah. still going right now yeah jimmy johnson started going to shit when nascar decided to change the car f- cars and make them absolute dog shit to drive so huh hmm, jimmy can actually like drive a race car and he's not as good as driving slot cars that require very little talent hmm but uh yeah my, my buddy actually speaking of like fan bases he uh he showed me the, he gave me the perfect description of NASCAR fans or oh Chase boy. Elliott fans. Oh god. He said his fan base is the perfect cross up of Jeff Gordon and Dale Jr. Uh one fan base thinks that their driver is god, the other fan base complains about everything. Combine them and you've created a monster. I don't feel like I see that many Chase Elliott fans complaining. Uh I I think a lot of Chase Elliott fans they well they have their junior roles but i think they i think they get really mad when people say anything bad about him yeah i mean like the dude he's won a couple races but he's also been in top tier equipment for basically his whole run if i'm not mistaken well he was in hendrick and then and he hasn't done that much with it as compared to some other hendrick drivers he also i forget which dylan brother but he completely dumped one of the dylan brothers that like i think wrote america for a win Oh, yeah, but it's a Dylan brother, so who fucking cares? I mean, fuck them there. F- fuck the Dylans. Yeah, yeah they're, they're spoon-fed because Which is Chase Elliott isn't. Which is weird right? because they're technically legacy generational drivers, so it's weird that people aren't riding them the same way that they ride Chase. I mean, listen, I think a lot of people don't like Austin. I think a lot of people actually like Ty, including myself. But I think a lot of people don't like Austin because... Because he drives number three. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't want that... Go- and I understand it. Like I understand that you want you think the three should be retired, and I don't completely disagree with you. I can I can see it. Um, I think though that it means more as a legacy for it to continue running. Yeah. Yeah, it's an incredible show of respect. Um, but then, if you do retire it, it severely impacts the marketability of the car for yeah. one um and two it's like you if he was a fan favorite driver you and he won races oh the three is coming across the line it's just like 
back in the day I mean, that's... when people wore open-faced helmets and had no regard for their own safety, <laughs> and mean... if they were, they were cowards. Yeah. Um. You know. And the thing, that, the thing that I don't get though is that Austin has done nothing but respect and honor the th- number three. Yeah, he, he has not. Especially been... when he dumped somebody going for a win. <laughs> that part of it was exactly like the way Dale drove. <laughs> oh, I hope no NASCAR fan ever hears this. I mean, they're gonna, but you can't <laughs> cage rattling. Really? Yeah. I think you mean dumping their shit. Listen, man. I respect the hell out of what Dale was able to do as a driver. The dude won. The yeah. dude won a lot. I but if you think he won without touching a single person and just had an air about him that scared people away, no. it wasn't that. No, People were scared of him because he was borderline suicidal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I think Dale was a great guy and would have done a lot for NASCAR and probably like steered them away from the garbage that we have now. But... He was a dirty Wouldn't driver. Wouldn't have created any Game 7 moments. Zero out of ten. We weren't in this podcast earlier, aren't we? Uh, yeah, we're like only halfway through for how long we were planning on recording. But, uh, you know. If I can force you to rage quit sooner, that would that's always a better ending for me. I mean, yeah. Well, you know. Keep saying Game 7 moments, I might just off myself. I'm going to be so excited when finals roll around and I can just slip it into random conversations and it'll make sense. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, do you mean school finals or like actual like... I'm talking about sports finals. Okay. I'm not talking about a game seven <laughs> moment for your econ final. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, if, if we're talking about game seven moments for my econ final, that's going to be like the Dodgers in game seven. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, yeah no. I'm talking about... Oh, I'm talking about actual sports. Oh. What? I don't want to talk about academics. What's academics? Um, some DJ. I don't. I don't know. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, it'd be great. We're it's gonna be like Game Six, like the NBA Finals or Stanley Cup Finals, and you're just gonna like whisper in my ear Game Seven moment. Yeah. Anytime there's like a super clutch play or like anything like that, something big or impressive. Well, Michael. Did you see that Game 7 moment? I really love how NASCAR broadcasters really want to make NASCAR like a sticking ball sport instead of like... Motor sport. Motor sport. Not sport. Motor sport. You know, because these sports have a motor. Yeah. And they're intrinsically different than sticking ball sports. Not according to NASCAR. Not according to NASCAR, no. Because NASCAR uh, has a bunch of retards in their community. Woof. I wouldn't necessarily uh, uh, um, abuse a term like that. Uh, Listen. But they do have people who seemingly can barely take care of themselves. So how I can mean, they take Brian care of friends. the sport? Yeah. Anyway. Um, I should probably ease off the uh, we'll the do. slurs there, Chief. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you know. Whatever. But yeah, oh well, the Rockets are currently winning on the Raptors. Or they're winning again. Uh, By how much though? Uh, 42 to 32. Okay. Now, the reason for this is because obviously they're in Toronto and Toronto has really shitty strip clubs. Ah, yeah, that must be what it is. I mean, I I don't know what the laws around like Canadian strip clubs are, <laughs> but clearly it, actually, if you can find the chart, I'm curious to see where Toronto is on it. Well, no, well, actually, you got uh, There's a tweet from Darren Ravel that uh, a guy sent him a bet slip, and he bet on the uh, Rockets because apparently the Rock uh, uh, Toronto was very low on the quality. Oh, it was low on the uh, yeah. Well, uh, on the uh, SQI, <laughs> whatever it was. Yes, the yeah, we'll call it the SQI Perfect. from now on. <laughs> Strip club quality index. Yeah. Perfect. Um. So yeah, if Toronto's a low SQI city, then I suppose it makes sense that Harden's playing well. God, could you imagine if Vegas ever got a basketball franchise? The SQI would be astronomical, which is the funny thing, because I don't know that... I've never been in one, but uh, I don't know that Vegas strip clubs are especially nice, Um, but I think it would be the sheer volume that managed to suck the great bearded one in, because he'd get out of Spearmint Rhino and be like, Oh, the dollhouse is just up the street. <laughs> oh, well, Little Darlings is like three streets over from mm-hmm. here. Oh, uh, well, I haven't been to Crazy Horse yet. Oh, uh, 
maybe I should go to Treasures now. And it's like, hey, James, the game started 20 minutes ago. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah, I. not surprising. And James Harden, just please retire soon. He's not... What about James Harden suggests that he's going to retire soon? Uh, the way his uh, body shape. You don't need to be especially fit to shoot three-pointers. <laughs> Fair. And if he has more mass, that's more room. For, that's like more area for him to like. Try it's to get more volume to, to try to poke into somebody. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Hopefully, he just James Harden wears intense, uh, intentionally loose fitting clothing in order to generate more contact. <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah, maybe, maybe. This is a theory I could put to the test if I actually ever bothered to watch Rockets games, but I don't. Uh, see, I don't want you to go through that suffering, so it's okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I am. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking at the college football schedule and. Uh, oh yeah, we kind of got off topic there. Yeah, a little bit. So Utah, Oregon. You see, I don't know who I've bet on yet, so I don't I don't I don't know who I'm gonna be rooting for there. I'm just rooting for Utah, man. That's fair. Baylor, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's probably gonna win that. Probably. Uh, LSU, Georgia. Please God, LSU kill them. Uh, and Game then tag is. And then, Ohio, and then Ohio State, Wisconsin, that's going to probably be a slaughter. Yes, but how funny would it be if Wisconsin won? That would I be know incredible. they're not going to. No, not a chance. But it would be amazing if they did. It really would be. It would be. Um, I do feel like Tate's ways rubbed off on Ohio State before he left because, I mean, hey, they're undefeated this season. And, you know. I get and, uh, Tate was undefeated in high school. No coincidence in my mind. No, I I mean you know he peaked a little early, but so you think? No, he's he's gonna become a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. Could be. I mean, shit, he might join the Patriots and become a receiver. Too. I was gonna say it's like, don't count out the uh, quarterback in college, <laughs> wide receiver in the NFL thing. Well, I mean, he actually has to get on the field first. Okay, listen. <laughs> You're 100% correct. I'm just saying. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, okay, well, the Nuggets aren't losing the Knicks, so that's good. Okay. That's positive. How? The Knicks are doing really bad, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they always are. Yes. Um. Now, this is going up on Thursday. So, we're recording about 10 minutes before the uh, Thursday night game is supposed to start. Yeah, who's playing tonight? Uh, Dallas and Chicago. Oh. Oh. So you'll win no matter who does, basically. basically. Or you'll lose no matter who wins, however you want to look at it. Um, uh, uh, so let's do snap predictions then. What's going to happen? Uh, I think Dallas is going to win by four. You think Dallas is going to win by four? Yeah. I I, th I think the Bears win by, uh, by three. Really? I think the Bears win by three. Um, because in my beautiful utopian vision, Khalil Mack literally eats Dak Prescott alive. I mean, it's possible. That'd be nice. Uh, in my fantasy wonderland, Khalil Mack has 14 tackles, six sacks, and the rest are tackles for loss against Zeke. Um, I think that the key to beating the Cowboys Is any season, or... Sorry, not any season. Any game this season. Have a good defense. Yeah. And have moderate offensive production. That's literally all it takes. So if the yeah. Bears... Because I said that's exactly what I said for the Bills game. And, well, we saw how that turned out. The Bills absolutely stomped the Cowboys. And what I said was, if the Bills get their offense rolling even, like, a little bit, their defense is good enough to stop the Cowboys. No, no, they are. They're, they're very... And so we see what happened happened with the patriots too tom brady's starting to regress a little bit Thank a God. little bit i'm not jumping on that train until he retires because the dude can probably play until he's 80 i mean probably. i don't know that for sure but he's played like shit the last little while well not like shit but definitely not like no. tom brady well. um and so again you have a suffocating defense that comes in and just halts the cowboys dead in their tracks so it doesn't even matter really how well your offense plays. They have to get 
between I mean, 14 and 21 points. Buffalo, and if your defense is good, doesn't matter. Buffalo, Buffalo only allowed them to score nine. So, exactly. Yeah, no, Buffalo, that, Buffalo's defense is definitely very good. Also, apparently, uh, the uh, Yankees' ownership has greenlit the uh, front office to offer Garrett Cole a record-setting deal. Yes! Yes! It hurts. It hurts. Let the hate flow through. Oh, my hate. Um, I have a lot of hatred flowing for not just the Yankees. The evil empire is. On I mean, he's the going rise. to the. He's going to the Angels. I mean. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna go to the Angels, where they offer him like <laughs> thirty-five million a year yeah. for like five years, but he regresses after two, so they're yeah. strapped with another thirty no, million. No, they're gonna contract. offer him like a eight-year contract, and he's gonna like regress after five, and then mm, eight-year contract uh, worth forty million a year, um, and will regress this year. Yeah, if oh. the, if the Angels offer him, if he goes to any other team, probably won't happen. So the Yankees, the ownership has given the green light to offer Garrett Cole a record-setting deal, which could be in the excess of $250 million. Whoa. Was there any estimate as to contract length? Uh, I would assume... Uh, I mean, with, I mean, 10 years is like 25 a year, so I'd probably guess like 6 or 7. Jesus, how old is Cole? Twenty nine, uh, twenty eight, twenty nine. Oh, okay. So he's still, so he's still young. No, yeah, I could see that. Um, God, I feel like at a certain point, something I feel like as a emerging trend recently, people getting offered way more money than they should to grab them in the short term. Yeah, it's I I understand why it has to happen, but at a certain point, I have to wonder if there's going to be a reactionary thing. Which, as much as we shit on and joke about the Knicks for it, uh, like, not offering KD a max. Because if he comes back and he's not the same player, right? you've given him... Uh, and I... He might not be exactly the same. I think he's still going to largely be KD. But if you applied that microcosm to a wider thing, yeah. I feel like in a couple of years, we might see the salary mania descend a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, I, I hope the ten, eleven year like the Bryce Harper contract. Oh, he didn't exactly like regress a tremendous amount. Well, he, but you are locked into a fat fucking contract for full no trade clause. Full no trade clause for what was it? Thirteen years. Thirteen fucking years. If he gets some kind of injury just plays slightly you oh man that is a tremendous amount of money for a horrifically long period of time there has to be some logic by management not to offer these kind of deals because a player is never gonna say no don't give me more career stability i couldn't possibly accept which is i mean which is honestly why as much shit as i gave the i gave the dodgers front office i mean i still hate them don't get me wrong well, yeah, they have lost you two World Series now. Well, I mean, one, they're cheaters, and the second one, they they lost it. Yeah, but uh, basically, they they gave they offered Harper like four or five years at like forty five per. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit less money total, but more per year in like a short term deal. Which that makes way more sense. Yeah, exactly. It's like and, and throw with, the big money to lure right, people in. Right with the Dodgers, but don't make it thirteen right, years. Right. With the Dodgers, it was smart because they're saying, look, we'll give you. A shitload of money per year, but we don't want to leave it locked in, which I I commend them for it. And like uh, Harper, God forbid, could tear something next yeah. season, and he's out for the season. And that's a majority of your bankroll right there. I, well, I mean, let's well, see. Or, okay, not it's probably not a majority of their bankroll, but it's a fat chunk. So I mean, on average, Harper's average contract is like twenty five point four million, which isn't that bad. It's the 13 years part of it. Right. And that's the 25 the over 13. That's the issue. That's the issue to me. That is the biggest issue. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that, you know, I hope that if the Dodgers get one of the major free agents, I'll be happy. I think if they get Strasburg or, you know, Rendon, which if the Dodgers got, got Rendon, I would prefer them to go after a pitcher, but... Renown's from Southern California, I believe, and that, and that infield would be disgusting. 
How much would you drink if the Yankees got everyone? Um, I I couldn't tell you how much of alcohol would be consumed. All I know is I'd wake up and probably just immediately start throwing up. Three times. Um, yeah, and then... More. Uh, in a row. Four times. Yeah. More. Then, yeah, well... Fifteen times. More. And then you'll never see me again. Because... Mm. Yikes. Yeah. I'll you make know. sure to stick the mic in there while you're doing it and put it on our Twitter, though. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, the, our four followers need to see that. Do we actually have four followers? Yes. And thank you to all four. I love you very much. I, they probably don't even listen. They just followed us for some godforsaken reason. Probably because we followed them first. Um, I doubt that. But let's see. Four followers. Fantasy Fantasy Ball. Locke Smith. Oh, he's a he, do, he does picks. Hmm. Uh, three points from downtown, uh, and Marcus Williamson. I don't know who the hell this is. Oh, his uh, passion about sports, recently passionate about sports betting, entertainment purposes only. How have we reeled in so many like-minded people? It's incredible. <laughs> Probably because I... Uh, you would think that we were trying to get people to listen to our podcast outside of sports book. I mean, you know, I know what you're talking about. All we, all we need is a degenerate podcast. It'd be great. So let me break down the uh, spread here for the uh, men's U17 handball championships. Oh, the content you never know you needed. <laughs> I don't really know what the rules of handball are. It's fun to watch sometimes. I, I, I know that. The only time I watch it is during the Summer Olympics, which, hey-ho, next year. Super excited for that. Um... But that's about all I can say about it right now because the Olympics are literally my favorite sporting event to watch, period. More so than the Super Bowl. Unpopular opinion, I disagree with you. I I would say that liking the Olympics more than a major sporting event is unpopular. Well, I... I just like it for the sheer variety, dude. There's all... It's 24-7 sports. It's something different every day, basically. And especially with the summer games, there is an incredible amount of variety. I mean, I mean fencing, track and field, see for swimming, me, America dominating everything okay, most of the time, epic. shooting events, which America always dominates. I mean, duh. <laughs> I mean, you know, America. it's the one thing that we lead every nation in. Love to see it. I mean, I don't know. I For the Summer Olympics, you know, I like watching track and field. And you know I like I like the basketball portion, but oh yeah, that too. To say nothing of the fact that there's basketball, which I would hope that for the Olympics we'll actually have our good players. Dude, Team USA is struggling. Yeah, just wait until the young guns come up for the Olympics, and then they'll dominate like usual. That'd be good. That'd be good. I don't want to lose to Serbia or France or Spain Ooh. or anything like that. Ew. That'd be bad. I don't, be, I don't want that. That'd be horrible. I mean, hey, if Zion's on the Olympic team. Oh, well, then we can't lose. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, 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 I mean, Zion is going to carry us to world domination. Zion is going to carry us to Zion. He's going to take us to the mountain. He, Zion for president. Zion, uh, uh, second reincar- second coming of Christ. I mean... Yeah. I mean, God works in mysterious ways. Maybe he went from being a Jewish carpenter to being a large African-American <laughs> basketball player. We I, don't know. We don't. Am I wrong? Maybe. Who knows? You're not God. You can't tell me exactly. I'm wrong. You don't know he's not Jesus. Breaking news, Zion Williamson is actually Jesus Christ. <laughs> Breaking news, Zion Williamson nailed to basketball hoop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well... His his That's uh, an unfortunate turn. His uh his lateral meniscus is currently bearing the weight of the world's sins. <laughs> who who is Zion's Judas? Lonzo. Uh, sure. Maybe it's me. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I've already called him out for being the son of God. Out out. Breaking news. My uh, breaking my, news: my local heretic nailed to cross. <laughs> my co-host is Judas. Wow. Yeah. What do you know? Look at that. Learn something new every day. You learn something new every single day. I don't know how I would sell him out. Are you kidding me? I'm doing a lot more than trying to sell him right now. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, any other topics you get? 
Um, uh, are you sure you don't want to talk about the U-17 Handball World Championships? I'm, I'm good there, Chief. Not, not going to lie. I... Okay. Um, well, this could be uh, the la- one of the last episodes we do before Christmas. So do you want to do like a couple of your favorite sporting moments from this year? Yeah, why not? And then Let's... maybe do like the decade next week. You know, from when oh, we yeah. were yeah. in middle school, basically. Well, from this year... From middle school to college. Oh, well, I mean, I, I know my... I mean, I know your number one is going to be the Packers winning the Super Bowl, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that'll be number one, but I think number two would definitely... Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> come back next week to hear my uh, number two moment of the decade. Whoa, what a sell! Okay, no. but favorite sporting moments this year? Hmm... I think the the Blues winning was cool as shit. That was really okay, cool. The Blues winning. I'll take that. Um, hmm. The Astros getting caught being cheating little shits. Is that a top sports moment, though? No, it's just me hating the Astros. Yeah. You know, no, um, like your favorite. Not... I mean, that might be your favorite <laughs> just because it exposes a team you don't like very much. But yeah. But I'm talking like... Um, for me, I know that uh, Moss Vidal knockout's got to be oh. on there. Just the double knees was so killer. Oh, wow. I, I don't know how I didn't think of this. No, my number one of the year is um, El Tigre winning the Masters. Yes. Okay, that's T- good. Tiger winning the Masters. That's 100%. definitely up there. Um, Trying to think of what else I had to cheer for. The Nats beating the Astros was super cool. That was cool. I, I, I was, you know, I was happy for the Nats, which is very unlike me for a team beating my team. But yeah, but when when they go up against the apparently Astros, somebody who's cheating. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Other than that, let me think. Let me cast my mind back a little bit. Um. Anytime the Patriots or Cowboys have lost this year has been a favorite sports moment for me. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a pretty solid one. Um, that's kind of just a fill-in because it's not that specific. Pack- Packers beating the Cowboys in Jerry World, that was fun. Packers beating Cowboys in Jerry World. Jerry. The Bills, late entry by the Bills beating the Cowboys in Jerry World. Oh, God bless. Um, Let's see, what else Oh, the Kawhi Leonard three. That oh. happened this year. That's definitely yeah. a moment. And yeah. the Dame three as well. Oh, yeah. Both of those happened this year. Yeah, those so those are... are my two favorite basketball moments from this year. Oh, well, if we're doing basketball moments, my favorite basketball moment was uh, Wade's game winner against the Warriors. That that was pretty cool. That was that was really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, other favorite sporting moments from this year... Uh, Ryan Reeves attacking Evander Kane. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, that's definitely up there. Uh, the Marshmallow Man exacting revenge on some mouthy punk who's on one of the worst teams in the Pacific. <laughs> yes. Um, the Sharks doing horrible to start the season and this then, year that's a top moment and then doing well i feel like we're just kind of spitballing here because it's we're yeah we're failing on specifics you know i think well i will say a quick little we'll, we'll probably talk about this more ne- next week but uh when you said decade you know it kind of sucks but i was i was watching another best moments of the decade and a moment that gets me Every damn time is D Gordon's home run the day, like the day after Jose Fernandez died. Oh yeah, like every time he runs the bases and like the, the camera pans in and he's just bawling. I'm just like, stop it, stop crying. You're gonna make me please cry stop too. crying. You're gonna make me cry too. I mean, yeah. Um, trying to think of anything else this year that legitimately got me like amped. I mean. For me, obviously, Tiger winning the Masters. Well, yeah, was, Tiger winning the Masters was, was just, awesome. Oh, God uh, bless. 
I think that's kind of everything from this year, though. Obviously, I feel like we're missing out on some stuff. Probably. So we'll have to go back and look at it. But, yeah, I cannot really think of much else I want uh, to bring up from this year anyway. Oh, for this year, baseball made me depressed. So, yeah, baseball made me depressed. Hockey kind of made me depressed. No, hockey made me very depressed. (laughs) Um, And I would say, I will say, though, much as it blows that the Knights lost to the Sharks in the playoffs, yeah, it was a fucking heart stopper of a game. If yeah. they had won, I would look up back on it maybe a lot more fondly. Mm. But for the game that it was, it was fucking incredible. Yeah, until the refs basically gave the Sharks the game. Yeah, there's a lot going around. Like the the two sides of the issue. Like, hey, you can't give up that many You're shots right. in one in which five I, minutes. Which I You're right. Uh, was it a bullshit penalty? Also, yes. Blows. It was a really good game from start to finish. Uh, just so much intensity. I think that's definitely the most adrenaline pumping game for me. Even though we lost, was uh, just the back and forth. That entire game was incredible. You know, I don't dis- I don't disagree. I think that that game was it was fun right up until the end. Yeah. That's basically what it was. And then I just saw the Sharks win the series and it was sad. And it hurts. It hurts. It really hurts. I hurt for you. <laughs> well, I hurt myself because the Sharks won and then I hurt for you because well, because they beat my team. Your least favorite hockey team beat your favorite team. Yeah. I, I would say I know what that's I know what that I don't know what that's like, but well I the You've Packers been a Ducks fan, they do a lot of losing. I mean that but also like the Packers never lose the Cowboys in the playoffs, so That's true. That's true. Which is thank God for that. Um but now that you've said it on this podcast, I fully expect the Cowboys to run the table, make it into the playoffs, and beat the Packers. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, let's see. We can actually get a microcosm of this because uh, has so the game started now, right? Yes. Okay. What's the score? Well, I was assuming it started. Um, no, I don't want to go on whatever the hell that ad is. Oh, seven zero Cowboys. We are cursed. We are so <laughs> so cursed. Yeah. Well. Damn it. The Cowboys had a. Nine minute drive. Wow. Okay. And on that bombshell, <laughs> I think it's time to end. Wow. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we'll do our best to do an episode next week. Um, but, but then we're after college that, students, we have finals. Yeah. Well, we're you do. Um, okay. Listen here. Uh. Yeah. We we'll try to do one next week. After that, though, with uh, Christmas coming, we're probably going to be taking a break until uh, the school semester gets back underway. We'll be drinking again! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you will be. Oh, right. Yeah, you don't drink. Yeah. Please. I don't drink. You're a child of God. I'm a child of God. Right. Yeah, I don't do that stuff. What's drinking? <laughs> uh, something that you uh, you do uh, when when you're dehydrated. Ah. The only acceptable drink is water, obviously. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so once again, thank you for tuning in. No, I just said that. We love you guys. All of, I think, my family members and one of our friends that listened to it. Yep. Uh, thank you so much. See you guys. Have a good night. <laughs>